Well, the Kansas City Royals lost again. Not only did they lose, they've been swept by the Cleveland Guardians. What does it mean to lose four straight? What does it mean to be in this same spot again? Where can the Royals go from here? What does life mean? We'll try to figure all that out on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. On today's show, which of course is brought to you by our good friends over at Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNow.com and Locked On Royals listeners get $50 off their purchase of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings, so use code LOCKEDON at checkout for $50 off your purchase or more. Go check them out today, right now, at BlueNow.com. Let's dive into the Kansas City Royals and what happened over this last week. This has been a week that has been so bad that even the most staunch Homer fans are starting to turn the organization and talking about firing Dayton Moore. Now, I've been in that camp longer than almost anybody. I think longer than anybody flatly. Um, Dayton Moore is not a good baseball mind. He's not a good baseball person. He's not a good baseball operator, GM, whatever the title is you want to give him. Is he a great human? Yeah. Is he great at community leadership and community building? Absolutely. But he's not good at baseball. He's not good at building a baseball team. Put him in the role of community manager. Put him in the role of baseball outreach in the community. Don't put him in the role of building a baseball team. Because if you do, you'll wind up in this spot. Because he's been in this spot more often than he's been at the peak of his powers. The Rose have made two playoffs in his tenure and in my entire lifetime. Two. They went to the World Series in both years. They won the World Series one of the two times. But it's funny how in baseball, it's always about process over results. But with Dayton Moore, we love to praise him for a two-year run in which neither season should have happened. You play that wildcard game over, 10 times, you don't win it. You replay that Houston series 10 times, you don't win it. 
you play that Blue Jays series 10 times, you don't win it. Lucas Duda understands how to throw a ball from first to home. You don't win that game, and that swings the series. It's funny how those breaks ended up working out for Kansas City, and we wouldn't trade those moments for the world. But yet in the same token, in the same token, Royals fans would then bash Tampa Bay or Cleveland for never winning a World Series. Folks, the Royals won the flukiest World Series of all time, which is great. It's why I've been pushing this team to go for the middle, go for the playoffs, because once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen, anything at all can happen. But just like the Royals had those breaks go their way to win a World Series, Cleveland had those breaks go against them to lose the World Series to Chicago. And Tampa Bay had those breaks go against them to lose the World Series to Philadelphia and to um, L.A., you know, a juggernaut of a team in L.A. So if we talk about three series versus two here, and we talk about how Tampa Bay has been a perennial playoff team for a decade, whose resume would you rather have? Sure, Kansas City has that one year with the ring in 2015, but I'd still rather be the Rays where I'm constantly in the mix and constantly competitive and constantly uh, a viable playoff team. Because as we saw with the fluky Royals run in 2015, if you get into the dance, anything can happen. So the Royals haven't built a winner. They are just trading their tires at this point. They changed ownership groups, and I'm going to give Sherman a chance, right? He's off to a bad start, especially with the Carlos Santana thing. If you cannot pay $8 million for him to go away and call up one of your thriving first-base prospects and put him into this lineup, then don't tell me you're ever going to spend money. Don't tell me you're going to have enough capital to re-sign Bobby Witt Jr. in six years whenever he's commanding $300-plus million a year. You know, not a year, but in a contract. Don't, don't tell me that if you cannot pay the $8 million to get Santana out of the lineup. Because Mike Matheny has admitted publicly the only reason that Santana is in that lineup is because they pay him to be in that lineup. That's it. It comes down to a salary. But I'm going to give Sherman time. But if he keeps around Dayton Moore and J.J. Pacola and people from the Dayton Moore tree, then this is over. It's going to be the same thing for the next 30 years. And we're going to wait 30 years between playoff appearances like you did the last go-around. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be the worst team in baseball when there's a team in baseball who is unabashedly tanking. When there's a team in baseball who is tearing it down to the very studs and getting laughed at for how bad they're tanking in the Reds. But at least the Reds have a direction. The Reds at least know what they're trying to do. This Royals team was trying to win. They're the worst team in baseball. They're the very worst team in baseball. This is what Dayton Moore's in picture of building a team trying to win looks like. He told you for five years, 2022 is the year, 2023 is the year. He told you this season, in the midst of this awful start, he told you this is a team that's going to win. This is a team that's going to turn around and be a winning team. This is his idea of a winning team. He can't build a roster, folks. He can't. 
You just can't. We'll talk about that more coming up. But first, once here right now, about a good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car would ever need from anything out there like taillights, like brake pads, like windshield wipers, mirrors, floor mats, anything you could ever need, gas caps, spark plugs, radiators, carburetors, mediators, whatever you could possibly need, you can find at rockauto.com. My most favorite part, though, about rockauto.com is that I know nothing, not a single thing about cars. And that might shock you. Why is that your favorite thing about cars? Well, it's my favorite thing about cars because about, about rockout.com that I know nothing about cars. It's because at rockout.com, I don't have to know anything about cars. Not at all. All I have to know is my make, my model, my year, and they're only going to show me car parts, which are compatible with my vehicle. So go check them out today. Rockout.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts that your car is ever going to need. Rockauto.com. We are back. Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I'm your host, Alan Styles, hosting Lockdown Royals. Thank you for making us your first listen every single morning. Every single day, we're here for you talking Royals baseball. Today, we're talking about Dayton Moore and what it takes to build a winner. And I also want to tell you right now to do us a big favor. We have a very important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite lockdown podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about lockdown podcasts. Go to lockdownpodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. That's lockdown podcast right now slash survey to get started. It will not take very long and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. You get one of those 10. So again, take our audience survey by going to lockdownpodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. And again, thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Chiefs podcast. The Friday show on June 3rd will be very important because they got to go to OTA media avails today. So they're getting to talk to uh, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, uh, speaks Steve Spagnolia, and all the other assistant coaches as well. It'll be a lot of fun to hear what they have to say as they start to wrap up OTAs and get prepared for uh, next month's training camp. So check it out today, Lockdown Chiefs. They're also daily. They're also free and available anywhere you get your podcast from, and we're both on YouTube. So go check us out over there as well. Now, Talking about Dayton Moore, it's been amazing for me to see the outrage by fans and the 
turncoat that's happened on Dayton Moore. I think that's been fantastic. Because Dayton Moore is, of course, terrible at his job. That's the first thing. That's why it's fantastic. Number two, it shows that there is, there are fans out there who care about Royals baseball. And for a long time, that is in question. That's been in question. Because sure, it's easy to light the city blue whenever you're in the playoffs in 2014. But remember, in August of 2014, Ned Yost had to beg fans to go to the K. Beg them to go to the K. In 2014, the year they went to the World Series. And then, in 2015, of course, everyone had Royals fever. And then in 16, it was Royals fever for the majority of the season, especially all the banner nights, ring nights, things like that. But it tailed off at the end. 2017, eh, it was hard to get up for for most fans, and then it just slowly drifted into the abyss. So we got to where we were this season. And I'll be honest with you, folks. Two weeks into the year, when I wasn't seeing any sort of pushback and any sort of begrudgment for what was happening this season off to the start that it was off to, I got nervous that it finally happened. A fan base that barely survived a 30-year playoff drought was finally pushed to its limits because there's a winner in town. The NFL is a year-round cycle, and you have one of the premier NFL teams in your backyard. You have a team that will compete for Super Bowls for the next decade. You're going to pay attention to the NFL year-round. And whenever we didn't see any pushback on the Royals losing, I thought, okay, this is it. It's over. You've turned your attention to the to the Chiefs. You've turned your attention to other things because the Royals aren't even available to watch on television in most places in Kansas City, depending on your TV provider, Folly Sports. You found your replacements and substitutes for the Royals. But then this last week happened, and they get swept by Cleveland. And I see about three different articles at least. Uh, you know, I know there was one on Royals Review, which is a great site. Um, I know there was one, I, I'm not trying to think of who they're all, all on, but I know one was on Royals Review of calling for Dayton Moore's job. Oh, one was in a Substack. stack. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but Inside the Fountains, I think it's called or something like that. And then there's another one out there too, where they're just calling for Dayton Moore's job. And I never thought to see the day that anybody would call for Dayton Moore's job in Kansas City because if you would have asked Kansas Cityans two years ago, Dayton Moore could walk on water. But it's good because it shows that there is still a thriving fan base that cares. Apathy is not set in totally. But as I outlined, apathy is quickly to follow if you continue this trend. If you have to reboot for five more seasons, which is trending that way, it's over. Like, it's over. You will have to... You might as well just keep rebuilding every year until the Chiefs are done winning Super Bowls because you're never going to capture that back. Look, the Chiefs were fine, you know, in 20, you know, in the, in the teens, you know, 2014, 15, but they always will dominate the cycle. And again, in August of 2014, Nadios had to beg you to go to games. There is no coming back from this of being the worst in baseball and not being on television and ending a five-year rebuild just to start another five-year rebuild because this five-year five rebuild is off the rails already and, and is has failed. 
you need to quickly address this and quickly fix this. You need to get on top of it and bring in guys who are baseball guys and then bring in guys who are community outreach guys. Don't have that guy be the same person. The baseball guy handles how to win a baseball game. The community outreach guy handles how to grow the community and grow the relationship between the Royals and the community. Because Dayton Moore is a lot better at one than the other, and sadly, he's a lot better at the non-baseball part of this job. And then J.J. Piccolo, he's a yes man. He's a nothing. He's he's If he lines up, I, you know, if somebody lines up logically with Dayton Moore, don't want him in the building. Because Dayton Moore's a fraud, and he's a failure, and he's a terrible, terrible baseball executive. That's the bottom line. And his track record proves it. He's got the fluky World Series win. whip de doo Other than that, he's awful. I'll take my guys in Tampa, who don't have a World Series ring, over Dayton Moore. The fact that the Dodgers went and spent tons of money and named the guy in charge of their baseball operations, named him from Tampa Bay, went and, went and swooped in their front office members out of Tampa Bay, the Dodgers did, and won a World Series ring, that should show you, hey, they're not beating down the door for Dayton Moore. The Dodgers could have had anybody in the world. They're not beating down the door for Dayton Moore. They're beating down the door for somebody who has an advanced baseball mind and is up in, into the modern era of baseball. The Royals need to find that. And I'll tell you why, despite this last 17 minutes, you should still have optimism coming up. But first, got to say right now, our good friends over at Blue Nile. Folks, go check it out because Blue Nile is perfect. Uh, it's the original online jeweler. It is something that you can, you know, kind of be immersed in your life with. Fine jewelry, wedding jewelry, cocktail rings, engagement rings, bands, diamond jewelry, gemstones, necklaces. This is kind of what you want. Blue Nile has everything that you can need, whether it's the pop the question or celebrating a big event or milestone, whatever it is, they have it for you. So go check them out today at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Lockdown Sports is giving you $50 off on your purchase of $500 or more. This podcast is getting you a podcast exclusive that includes engagement rings whenever you use the code Locked On. That's code Locked On, and you're going to get $50 off of a purchase of $500 or more. Plus, every order is insured. It ships for free and arrives discreetly in packages that will not give away the surprise. So shop stress-free and find your forever place and your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com right now. BlueNile.com right now. We're back on the Lockdown Royals podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your teams every day. I want to say right now why you should have excitement. I know that the last 17 minutes have been rough, but the reason you should have excitement is that John Sherman comes from Cleveland. And Cleveland is one of these teams that always find themselves in the mix. And you know what? Cleveland might be you know, the third best team in the Central. It might be you know mediocre at best, but I'll take mediocre over outright porous, especially for a team that can't draft worth a crap. Cleveland's four games out of the division. Cleveland's two and a half games out of a wildcard spot. Which would you rather be? Would you rather be 10 games out of a wildcard spot where there's more wildcard teams than ever? Or would you rather be Cleveland, who's two games out? The Royals are 12 games back. They have lost their season 
in June. It's over. Two in the last four games, two in the last ten games. You're about to get swept by Houston. There's no, I, I don't see a shot besides baseball being random and stupid that the Royals don't get swept by Houston. And then the Blue Jays should beat you up. And the Orioles are better than you as well. So this season's a lost cause. But why you should have optimism is John Sherman's been there with baseball guys. He can handle the community outreach stuff. He can handle being a good person, a good guy, and running an organization in a proper manner. But he needs baseball guys. And the only saving grace is Dayton Moore's not Sherman's guy. Right? Sherman didn't hire Dayton Moore, didn't hire JJ. These are just buddy-buddy systems of Dayton Moore. So he should feel comfortable moving on from Dayton Moore. But until Dayton Moore's gone, expect much of the same. Except, expect 30 more years of losing, and then maybe one year out of the 30, you end up being a good team. And I hate the narrative that's driven by some mouthpieces of the organization. For example, Jeffrey Flanagan was doing a rant on Twitter, a former beat writer, legendary Hall of Famer guy. But one thing I took exception with that he said was, it's so hard for small markets. It's hard for small markets in every single sport. In the NBA, it's hard. In baseball, it's hard. In football, it's hard. Football's the easiest, but still hard. The thing about it is, explain Tampa then. Explain Cleveland then. Explain most of the past decade from Oakland then. Oakland's in that same awkward game as you. They could have, if they wouldn't have blown that lead against you in that awkward game, they could have swept their way to the World Series. We'll never know. Folks, it's time to stop making excuses because we've seen recipes of success elsewhere. Minnesota, they're a big market. They got Carlos Correa. Were they a big market? Was it unfair that they were able to start you know, and, and go get Correa? No. You could have had him. That's just how it goes. That's what you should be excited, though, because eventually Dayton Moore's leash will run out. Let me know what you think about Dayton Moore coming up uh, in the comment section below on Twitter. Until next time, see you later.